You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast on Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Stiles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Stiles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-A-S. On today's show, we're going to talk about the breaking news around baseball. A couple teams hiring and firing and persuading managers to join their organizations a couple shocking moves within the al central also going to talk some chiefs at the end of the show and uh probably some halloween candy because why not it's about to be halloween but i do want to start with the hires within the division and i want to get the tigers out of the way first they were the last to hire their coach but still i want to talk about the managerial hire aj hinge and i understand the pushback on the hire from the from the national media from the casual fan from the non-Tigers fan, non-Astros fan, non-Tigers fan. But that is a heck of a hire. I mean, that is a really, really good hire. And I know A.J. Hinch was involved in the sign-stealing scandal, uh, but I think the bigger issue for Tiger fans, and, and if a Tiger fan wants to nitpick this hire, it shouldn't be that he was cheating, It should be that the locker room and the clubhouse in Houston had such little respect for A.J. Hinch that they decided to cheat anyway, because the reports are that A.J. Hinch wanted no part of that. And A.J. Hinch didn't agree with it. Multiple times he would break the cameras, he would break the monitors, he would break up what they're doing, physically break the equipment they're using to cheat. He would try his hardest to stop it, and the players simply didn't respect him. And in a sport like baseball, respect for your coach is really all you have. There's some moves here and there, managing a bullpen. But at the end of the day, for most teams, you know who your top nine guys are. You know where they should be hitting. You're going to roll it out there. You're going to play. You know who your your starting staff is. And then a couple moves here and there in the bullpen throughout the course of a game. Those matter. But really, the manager... And this is why Ned Yost, you know, this was his big calling card, was managing a clubhouse and keeping a clubhouse together. And I just wonder what that Astros clubhouse looked like if the reports are true that A.J. Hinch was against cheating but couldn't couldn't stop the players, couldn't stop those around him. I have a feeling that, that if that was the case, if he was a respected voice, they would have stopped but it doesn't seem as though he was respected. And that's a big problem because that's, that's really the biggest part of managing a baseball team. Andy Reid is a heck of a coach. Not only because I'm sure he's a great players coach, but because he's a brilliant football mind. You don't have that in baseball. There is no, there is no spread offense you can run. There is no... 2-3 zone in basketball you can run. There is nothing, none of that. You're playing the game. A.J. Hinch is a more analytically driven mind, so he'll shift more. 
But the numbers tell you to do that, not the coach. The big thing in baseball is respect, and it didn't seem like A.J. Hinch had, had respect in, in Houston. But I continue to go back to, with that Houston scandal, what you thought of them pre-sign stealing. And pre-sign stealing, I thought Jose Altuve was one of the best players, if not the best player I've ever seen. I thought Alex Bregman was an incredible player, was so fun to watch, was going to help grow the game. I thought Correa was a great hitter, Springer, great hitter. And I thought A.J. Hinch was one of the best managers in baseball. On the field, X's and O's, whatever you want to call it, when I got you inning one through nine, there are a, a select few managers I'd want above A.J. Hinch. My, my only issue with this hire is what happens after the ninth inning. What happens when the game's over? What happens in that locker room? If Andy Reid told Mahomes and company to stop doing something illegal, they'd, they'd listen to him. They'd do it. In a football sense, they would do it. If Mahomes and Terry Kill were getting together and stealing, you know, opposing signs or whatever the case would, whatever the, whatever the direct tie to football would be, and, we, and Reid caught wind of it and wanted them to stop, they'd stop. Because he has the respect. It didn't seem like A.J. Hinch had the respect if he told them to stop and they didn't stop. Now, how much of that carries over with the new team? To be seen. But the cheating doesn't bother me. I, I don't think this, this automatically means he'll do it again. Look, we've let Bill Belichick get away with multiple accounts of cheating, and everyone continues to say he's the best coach in football, and he's the best coach in football history. So cheating, we're, we're kind of really selective with who we care about that cheated and who we don't care that, that cheated, but cheating is cheating. You can't say Barry Bonds is the best hitter you've ever seen, but then ridicule the Astros for cheating all the time. Uh, cheating is cheating. If you want all cheaters to be banned from baseball and you want to not recognize them for how good they are and how talented they are, that's fine, but be consistent with it. So it sucks the Astros cheated. It sucks that, that there's an entire World Series now that's in question. There's multiple playoff series now that are in question with asterisks. But moving forward, I'm not going to let that stop from calling this a good hire. Because if we never found out from Mike Fires about the scandal, and he went on, A.J. Hinch did, about his merry way, he became available, and the Tigers hired him, I thought this was going to be a coup of a hire. I thought this was going to be the best hire in the sport. And it is the best hire in the sport so far this offseason. This is a great hire. I worry about the respect for A.J. Hinch. That's a young team, so that plays into the respect factor. You know, they haven't made it yet. It's a losing team. They haven't done anything yet. So I think this, these first couple of years in Detroit are going to be very good for A.J. Hinch. It's going to be a new culture. It's going to be better baseball. It's going to be more analytically driven baseball. And he's got quite a few young prospects to help him out. And look, the Tigers are going to be one of the surprise teams in a couple of years, either this year or next year. So he'll be back in the, in, in, on the main stage pretty soon, especially if we get expanded postseasons. I love the hire for A.J. Hinch. I just worry if you want to nitpick it about the respect factor coming up. We're going to talk about another team within the division that hired a new manager. I do not love that hire for the Chicago White Sox. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, get 20% off that next order. That's right. Built Bar is fantastic. You can use them pre-workout, 
you can use them post-workout. You can even use them as a meal replacement. They are just that filling and just that good. So my favorite part from Built Bar is the fact that they're soft and easy to chew and coated in 100% real chocolate on the outside. They have six brand new flavors, Kimmer Brownie, Cookies and Cream, Cherry Barcia, Lemon Almond Cheesecake, Carrot Cake, and Apple Almond Crisp. Built Bars are great for the health-conscious person losing and retaining weight while indulging in a delicious treat with their low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. Built Bars are great for the keto diet. You're going to want to get your hands on them. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, get 20% off that next order. BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKEDON, 20% off of that next order. And so we are back on the Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host on the South. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. So I want to dive into the White Sox hire. They hire Hall of Famer Tony Larusa. He's only about 120 years old, and he's going to be managing a bunch of 20-year-olds. So what could go wrong? I mean, really, one guy's from the Stone Age, and these guys are from the modern era. So uh, what could be going wrong here? This, to me, sounds like what we thought the Gruden hire would be. Remember the jokes around the Raiders when they hired John Gruden? To me, the LaRusa hire will be all of those jokes only coming to flourishing. And, and Gruden has proven the jokes wrong in Oakland or in Vegas or wherever the hell they're playing now. L.A., I don't know. I can't keep up. But Gruden has proven the critics wrong of that hire. But I don't see a way in which LaRusa does. He's old. He's disconnected. And he's coaching a bunch of guys who are 20 years old and trying to cut their teeth in Major League Baseball. I don't know how it works. I don't know if it will work. I don't think it will. This has to be the worst hire that they could have made. I mean, maybe besides Bruce Bochy. I mean, because Bruce Bochy would be the absolute worst. Because I think that at least with LaRusa, you can talk yourself into he's been out of the game so long. He's been observing the game so long. Maybe he's learned a few things. Maybe he's reinvented himself. With Bochy, you know what you're going to get, and it's not good. So I guess he would be a worse hire than LaRusa. But still, you're hiring a 100-year-old guy to come into your clubhouse and manage 20-year-old personalities. I'm not sure if that's going to work. I don't think it will work. We'll see. But that has to make Tiger fans excited. It has to make Royals fans excited. It has to make everyone excited because that was a young, exciting, promising team in this division that was going to I think, control the division for a long time to come. And they just made the absolute worst hire they could have made, and it could have this organization derailed. It could. And maybe LaRusso pulls a Gruden, and he proves everyone wrong, because everyone hates this hire, including the guys over at Lockdown White Sox. So maybe he pulls a, he pulls a Gruden, but I, I don't see it. I don't. I think that he is more likely to ruin what is a good, fun, young team than he is to continue their success and continue their growth. I don't like it. But hey, good for the Royals. And on Monday's show, we'll talk about what Royals opted into free agency. 
which ones didn't, and how the Royals have already improved their squad for next year. But I did want to do a little power ranking segment right here of, of, of Halloween candy. Let me know what you think about these selections. So the top Halloween candy in all the land will save for the end. But number five, got to go with Kit, Kit Kat. Kit Kat, there's something about it, right? I would never get the full-size normal Kit Kat, but I would dabble in the fun size Kit Kat. There's something about it. I don't know what's different about it, but there's something about it. Kit Kat comes in at number five. Number four, candy corn. Candy corn is is really, really good. Gets a bad reputation. It's something that somehow became cool to hate on. So now everyone jumps in the fray and everyone thinks it's cool to hate on it. No, candy corn, really good. Really, really good. Number three, Butterfingers. God, they're so underrated. Butterfingers are so so good. Number two, Milky Way. Shocking, shocking pick at number two, but you can't go wrong with the Milky Way. And there's something about the fun sizes. Let me know what is different about the fun sizes versus the, the routine size, the, the normal size. What do, we, what do we call the normal size? Routine? Less fun? The serious size? But still, Milky Way number two. Number one, and this candy is the best candy of all time, no matter the season, no matter if it's the Easter version, the Christmas version, the Halloween version, whatever the hell it is, Reese's. You cannot go wrong with Reese's. That's number one. Far and away number one for me. And then we got the Chiefs coming up this weekend. So after you go trick-or-treating on, on Saturday, you can steal some of your kids' candy and uh, sit down and watch Le'Veon Bell have a revenge game against the New York Jets. In a game that I would say right now, the win probability for Kansas City is 99.99%. Because I guess there is a world in which there has to be a slight percent chance that the uh, Jets can find a way to win their first game of the year. But I don't see it against Kansas City. And to be honest with you, I think that you start every Chief you can in fantasy. I mean, I've I've got Mahomes going. I've got Hill going, I've got Le'Veon Bell going, and I'm going to put in Miko Hardman to boot. Fun times. Fun, fun times. So again, next week, we're going to talk about which Royals opted into free agency. We're going to talk about how the Royals have already improved their roster only a couple days into the offseason. Royals getting after it. How about that? That's coming up on Monday. This is Lockdown Royals. It's your only podcast that happens every single day about your Kansas City Royals. I'm Rylan Styles. Follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Locked On Royals.